Welcome to the VP Live Network. Your 30-second countdown has begun. This show is intended for adults of legal smoking age, and as such, the content is not intended for viewers and listeners under the age of 18. Vapor's Place is in no way responsible for the opinions of any host on the VP Live Network. Please grab a vape, sit back, and enjoy the show. Hi. What's going on? Oh, let me see. Oh, let me get up stomping here. Oh, and by the way, yes, this is episode 100. And I did go back through and made sure that I didn't skip numbers because somehow, some way, I really thought I skipped numbers because it doesn't seem like I've been on Vapor's Place that long. Hi, Upsy. Hi, Jeannie. Happy 100, sweetie. I know. I, I'm like, really? That can be right. It can be. It can be. And but, I mean, you think if you think about it, that's a little over, no, that's about two years. Yeah, Skipping I, a few shows here and there, right? Yeah. 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 That I makes just, sense. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I guess it just doesn't seem like that to me. Must be because I'm having fun, right? That's what it is. I reckon. I was, yeah. This uh, this week has been like fucking insane crazy. Paul Paul is Paul got really sick over the weekend. Um like sick to the extent that he called in sick to work Monday and Tuesday. And in the entire 18 years he's worked for the phone company, he's only ever called in sick one other day and that was when he went hunting and lost and when i say he got lost no no he didn't get lost he lost at hunting he he lost the battle with the deer because the deer jumped over the road and fell down dead on the other side of the road and when paul went to walk across the road and by road i mean our private driveway up into our property paul slipped on ice and fell and cracked three ribs oh he lost so yeah, he lost. So that's the only other time he's ever called in sick to work. So yeah, he was sick. Were, sick, were you sick, able sick, to get sick. the deer processed? Oh yeah, I have a teenager. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I have. Well, at the <laughs> time I had three teenagers. So yeah, but um, so yeah, he he lost. And yes, I do sound a little bit stuffy, and I have absolutely no idea why I'm not sick, not even remotely. But I sneezed about thirty-five times earlier. I uh, I I am getting sick. In fact, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do the show tomorrow because uh, judging from my wife's reaction to this cold, I'm going to be laid up tomorrow. Um, so, yeah, just uh, be forewarned. <laughs> Why is it when you men get sick, you know, like the world ends? I, I, in my house, it's the opposite, Jeannie. Um, my, my wife, she, she curls up in my robe and does not move. And and then she usually she gets sick after I do, and then she apologizes to me <laughs> for not giving me any sympathy when I was sick because she gets laid out. Well, I just keep going. Um, you know, it's like okay, I'm sick. Well, everybody still needs fed. Oh my God, my hands hurt. Well, guess what? This shit still needs done. Yeah, I'm I'm the one in this house. It's like well, it's still got to get done. Um. You know, but I think I I think I'm gonna move to Texas. 
Um, did you, you see? Know, did you see the stuff in the news about the 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 broad from Texas? And I say broad people, and yes, I say broad because this woman, <laughs> this woman is is oh my god. She's she's broad. She's a dumb broad. This wonderful woman in Waco, Texas. Yes, Waco, home of David Koresh. Says she's pregnant with Satan's baby. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Hmm. I'm like... And, and evidently, she can hide her crazy. Obviously, she hit her crazy long enough that somebody got her knocked up. Well, it's, it's some some retarded journalist, quote unquote, is uh, giving her some attention for some reason. Yeah, I, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh yeah, and and she's you know she's got a in this picture she's got black angel wings on, and I'm like, oh for fuck's sake, <laughs> this is what makes the news. When Obama is banning two twenty three green tip ammo and <laughs> right. and and decimating net neutrality. Now wasn't it the green tip stuff that the environmentalists were trying to force on sportsmen like yes. three or four years ago? <laughs> but it's <laughs> so armor it's the, piercing. The same ammo that was that was being touted as the only environmentally friendly yes. ammo is now being touted it, as armor piercing. Yeah, which it, it's, it's armor, armor piercing, piercing. But let's not ban armor. fifty caliber shells. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right. You, you can't you can't ban thirty odd six, which will go through anything. Mm-hmm. But we have to ban two two three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which Cause, is cause, cause, a, a small a much smaller round. Yeah, because it just makes all kinds of sense. Mm-hmm. I was like, fucking well, kidding I mean, me. You know, it's just that's it's a political move, and it's and it's never going to pass muster. It's just not. Well, it's the, one of the it's the most common rifle round in the country. Yeah, yeah, that's right. AR AR fifteens are 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 scary looking and extra killy. Oh, good God! And that just floors me, and it really does. Um, so, am I allowed if I take my Normal Woodstock two two three into a gun store. Can I buy two two three rounds then? Because it looks like a hunting yeah, rifle. It doesn't look like something yeah. else. Yeah, I was just going to say that there are a ton of uh, bolt action rifles that shoot two two three. Yeah, a ton because it, it's a it's a it's a perfectly capable varmint round. A lot of people use it to hunt coyote and well, and, and we other, use it uh, we use it to hunt deer here. Um, and you know, and you there's a lot of people that say, "Oh, you can't hunt deer with that." And I'm like, "Um, well, yeah, you can. You, if you hit what you're aiming you at, you can." Yeah. Should you? No, but you can. You certainly can. And uh, actually, out in Texas, that where they have the uh, the little the little whippersnapper deer there, the really tiny one, it's probably a very effective round. Oh yeah, my dog is bigger than the deer that I saw when I lived in Texas. Not that Ruger's, you know, little by any means, but yeah, no, they got really little deer there. We don't we don't have little deer here. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't have little deer here. But yeah, I was just I was just amazed at the amount of stupid shit that is making headlines. And yeah, when, and you didn't you didn't even have to look at the vaping community to find it. Oh week. well, and I was going to say because I was <laughs> going not, to say. Well, that's not to say that there wasn't any in the vaping community. 
<laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you know, I haven't been on Facebook all that much because we've been trying to get that stupid house all ready and finished and get all that shit taken care of. And what is the first thing I see when I get on Facebook today? But limited edition six-month-old specially steeped e-liquid at 60 mils for the low, low price of 107 fucking dollars. Do we really want to lead with this? I was hoping we would close with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Va- Vash uh, hit me up. He he pinged me on this. Uh, what was it? I think it was Sunday. Sunday or Monday, he hit me up on this one. And I just, I just laughed. Um, and it actually got legs. The, the, the story got legs. Uh, more so than I, more so than I hope the juice does. And and you know, and it's just, and it's the way things swing. It, it really is because you remember a year ago, the big thing was we want expiration dates on our juices. We want born on dates. Okay, fine. So everybody came up with this arbitrary number that when juice was a year old, it was expired. Well, I remember back when we all first started, like, you know, we're talking four or five, six years ago, everybody said two years because yeah. that's that's always that's always been the FDA's, you know, and the drug companies have always said two years, two years, two years, two years. Everything's two years, which is a hoard. It's a crock of shit. You know, it's it. that's only to prevent people from hoarding. Um, but e-liquid, you know, once you've worked with it, you realize that um, e-liquid has quite a tidy little shelf life um i i usually recommend uh on average without knowing any of the details i usually recommend about six months you know without without knowing i mean certain you know citrus flavors and things like that you know in lower nick you know you can get a little more uh creamier flavors with higher nick you get a little less but usually six months is is a good gauge um and you can kind of tell depending on how dark it is and you know, obviously how it tastes, how it smells. If, if it's setting there and it started out where it was really nice and light colored and clear and it now all of a sudden looks like maple syrup. Yeah, it's done. I'm, I'm not telling you not to vape it because you can do whatever the fuck you want. You, you're you're going to taste it. You're, you'll taste it. You know, if if you don't see it in the color of the e-liquid, because quite frankly, there are some e-liquids that that are pretty dark right out of the gate. It's just you know, different molecules present with different colors. That's just how it is. But smell it, taste it. If it doesn't taste good, you know, do what comes natural. Throw it down the drain. If it if it turns into sludge, I'm not telling you not to vape it. Do whatever the fuck you want. I'm not going to vape that. Yeah. Just well, we've we've learned over the years that when something turns to sludge, it tastes like sludge. And it's not even that it's unvapable. It's just not pleasant. It, it's just a muddled mess on your palate. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it, so, it's just it's just gross. So I guess my 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 present to everybody on on the, you know, the hundredth episode of the Gina K show is going to be a money-saving move for you people. I'm going to give you guys a really good financial tip. Okay? Mm-hmm. Go out, pay the fucking dollar in ML that this shit is usually sold for, 
Put it in your closet for six months, then get it out. Yeah, then throw it down the drain after it tastes like ass. <laughs> okay, Boom. so there, I just I just saved everybody a shit ton of money. Just saved you sixty bucks. Uh, but I, I mean, I, I can't I can't speak factually about how this stuff is going to taste because I don't know. Once again, the rule of thumb in my house is six months. Typically, again, if it's a high, if it's a citrusy kind of juice, or if it's a very light flavored berry or something like that, you can usually get some more months out of it. But something that has creams in it and is at a a, a moderate nicotine level, it's it's going to be on its way out at six months. Well, and I mean, and especially because like sweet cream, um, TPA sweet cream, that kind of um, morphs into something altogether not what it started as mm-hmm, mm-hmm. over time and um it's 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 not a yummy morph either no well the thing with sweet cream is it has organics in it mm-hmm. and that will steep without any exposure to nicotine that stuff will just steep when you when you have the flavor and if that flavor gets to three or four months it starts to turn so you can only imagine what happens once it's actually added to Nick. So, and, I mean, and they only made 3,000 bottles of this stuff. Um, oh, and and my smartass, my hateful response to this is, and you notice I'm not saying the name of this because I have nothing against the person making this, but I, from my DIY I, experience. Of, hi, um, Harry Carey Hair. Oh, Harry Carey Hair, that's what you're Harry calling Carey it? Harry Carey Hair yeah, is the name of this company now. Um, so, so what? Six months ago, they made 3,000 bottles of juice too many? No, I, I think... Or did they I do it on purpose? I or I, I are they, this, they're I playing on the bourbon a, thing, aren't they? I think this was, an, uh, I think this was a marketing experiment. Well, it was one th- fuck of a marketing Yeah, I don't, I don't think that they overstocked or anything. I mean, the, the market is not, you know, for a company like this, the marketing is... is the industry is not in a place where you can be stuck with 3,000 bottles of something for six months. You know, all steeping at the same time. All, you know, all, all mixed at the same time and sitting there. It's just not in a place. I, I do think that this was an ex- an, a marketing experiment for them. Well, I, you know what? And maybe it'll work out for them. And if it does, good on them. Um, I'm, I, I'm not buying it. Of course, but then no. again, I didn't buy any of it at it, it Fresh Made price either. Um, right, right. Um, and I, you know, I'm I'm in Russ's camp in a way, uh, but not for the same reasons. You know, he, he, he thinks that it's, you know, it's just brilliant marketing. And I, I do agree that it's brilliant marketing. But really, it's it's not as brilliant as you think because it's really an extension of what Five Ponds was doing a year ago. You know, with, with oh, the yeah, barrel Oh, yeah, I was aging. bitching about the agent in the... Yeah, the whiskey yeah, barrel it, agent. It's really yeah. just an extension of that. Um, and I alluded on a post earlier tonight, and I, I, I PM'd you before the show, that, yes, this is very much uh, in keeping with the whiskey industry and the way that the, whis- the, the American whiskey industry in particular has blown up over the last few years. Um, it's really the same exact marketing tactic. Yes, but it's, you know, I mean, but whiskey has always been aged. 
Um, and the longer and the longer it ages, the more the more of the 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 barrel flavors it pulls in. And I mean, so actually, you know, alcohol doesn't lose potency sitting in a barrel. Uh, it can actually gain potency. Because they, it evaporates, you know, and, well, and it, then depending depending out. on how it ages, you can either lose lose water or you can lose alcohol out of the barrel. So it's it's very it's, it's extremely common for a whiskey to get stronger as it ages because the water escapes the barrel and and the the alcohol molecules being larger than water stay in the barrel. Yeah, when we uh, went on vacation last summer, um, not this past one, the one before that. Um, we went down through Kentucky and Tennessee and all that, and we toured a bunch of the distilleries. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I will tell you, if you have an issue with heights, never ever ever go to the Wild Turkey Distillery. Not fucking <laughs> ever. No, I'm planning. Uh, when I go to Kentucky, it's going to be Buffalo Trace and Four Roses. Those are the two distilleries I have to go to. If I have extra time, maybe Maker's Mark, just because that's probably the most commercial whiskey I'm interested in uh, taking a look at. Well, the Wild Turkey Distillery is really cool. I mean, because it has been there for a long time. But, yeah, it is clear up on top of this fucking mountain. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's it's way up there. It's way, way up there. And it sits on the edge of it. Isn't that nice? Hmm. Isn't that nice? No, it was it was not nice. Um, but yeah, they have barrels. And that was one of those things that I never realized. They get taxed mm-hmm. by how much they put into a barrel. They get taxed every year. Not every year. Yeah, not what comes out of the barrel. Mm-hmm. So I mean if they put 50 gallons in this barrel and they age it for so long that they only get 25 gallons back out of this barrel well yeah. too fucking bad. Yeah, you 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 lose I think on average it's about 3% of the volume out of the barrel every year. Um and, and you know bur- bourbon is bourbon and American whiskeys uh most American whiskeys are different than scotches in that bourbons and Ameri- and a lot of American whiskeys use new barrels. So they tend to age faster because they get more of the tannins and the sugars out of out of the barrel quicker than you would with a scotch because scotch they're using usually uh used bourbon barrels. So a lot of the sugars have already been sucked out. Uh so scotch tends to take a lot longer. Um, I just, I have not come across any juice makers I know, other than the ones that are bottling this stuff and selling it, that actually see any logic or sense to aging e-liquid in a barrel. I've, you know, I've been a strong opponent to the idea, um, just because it's it's pure marketing, um, I don't think, you know, I'm not one to go out and attack a vendor for doing it because, you know, I've said it often enough. I suck at marketing. I suck at it. You do. And I'm not. I'm you do. Not, I'm not going to pretend otherwise. I, I'll agree with horrible. that. You really suck at marketing. I am horrible. Um, so I'm not going to fault somebody for making an effort to market. Um, but at the same time. I'm going to make fun of these tactics, you know, because I think they're silly. You know, it t- it takes it takes bourbon a minimum of uh, 
two years in a, in an, in a brand new oak barrel that's been charred to, to even start to impart flavor. And folks are, are aging e-liquid in similar barrels for, what, weeks, a couple months? And e-liquid is whether it's just the flavoring or if it's flavoring and Nick and VG and the whole thing. All that stuff is tremendously thicker than alcohol, alcohol and water. Um, so you're not going to get the same flavor, you know, coming out of a barrel uh, with e-liquid that you are with uh, than you are with uh, alcohol. Well, and I... Very had sent Very had given me a link. There was a vendor over in the UK that came out with this. Have you ever um, have you ever had fire water? I have. Alcohol? I have. Have you ever read the story on the back of the bottle of fire water? <laughs> no, because I'm sure it's it's all a crock of shit. <laughs> yeah, it's all you know, dragon's tears and whatever and whatever and whatever. Right, right. But the, yeah, there is a really funny story on the back of a bottle of fire water about where it came mm-hmm. from and how it originated, and it's all fucking bullshit. Okay, well, I, it's I, all at bullshit. Least it, it sounds like it's tongue in cheek. So yeah, it is. I mean, I'll but it's all that. bullshit. So very sends me this link. And it's this vendor over in the UK, and I'm reading the description of this juice, and it was ignorantly expensive, too. It was like $200 a 30 mil, yeah. believe it or not. But, you know, they have special extracts that they could only get when the when the time is right, and they have to be yeah, aged so this moon, way. And they the have moon to, has to be full, the and, tide has to be oh, in. Oh, yeah. To get, and, yeah. And by the way, you know, and if you want this flavor, then you're going to take this flavor in this Nick strength and this Nick strength only because it's perfectly formulated to be wonders on your palate at this Nick strength and no other. And I'm like, so wait a minute. <laughs> so, number one, if... If there's any truth to this at all, this guy's making his own extracts. Well, I'm not a fan of that. Anyway. Okay, so then number two, if you want it, you're going to take it the way he's going to give it to you. or You're not going to fucking have it. And you're going to pay $200 for a 30-mil bottle. Uh, again, these the, every single one of these components to your story are valid marketing tactics. That's what we're looking at. But who the fuck he buys this stuff? I'm going to let me put my shitty marketing hat back on and tell you that e-liquid is a commodity. It's a commodity. Nobody's juice is any better than anybody else's within reason. I'm generalizing. But, you know, any e-liquid manufacturer who's been in business and has stayed in business for more than a year or two knows what they're doing and they're making some fairly decent stuff. Anything above and beyond that is all marketing. Do you it's know all marketing? Do you know how much DIY stuff I could buy with that kind of cash? Mm-hmm. You, with one hundred and twenty dollars, you put one hundred and twenty dollars in somebody's pocket. If they know what they're doing, they could vape for two years on what they could buy with one hundred and twenty bucks. And that and that's that's a cloud chaser. Seriously. I just, I, I, I guess I was just absolutely floored. And I'm like, well, you know what? I, I'm glad to see the vapors held their own. Because I saw so much stupid shit this week in the media. Mm-hmm. That it was, 
I guess it was kind of rather refreshing to see that vapors were doing the same silly ass goofy shit. But yeah, I was like, oh, you've got to be fucking kidding me. It's a it's a hilarious story. Um, And like I said, my hat is off to them for giving the attempt. I don't find it as original as maybe Russ does because it really is just a kind of a dumbed down version of what Five Ponds was doing a year ago. And it just you know? and and Russ thinks this is a genius thing. Wow, that kind of surprises me after the drama that went on between him and that company. And wow, huh? Well, you know, I mean, but you have to give credit where it's due. I mean, they they're they're. This could backlash on them, certainly. Uh, I think there's enough, there are enough voices out there who are, you know, kind of screaming about it that it it could back, you know, it could backfire on them. But, you know, I I mean, kudos to them for trying, you know, coming from a guy who doesn't, who can't market for shit, um, at at least they're trying. Yeah, because, you know, you do suck at marketing. Um, Mm -hmm. But I just, you know, I am one of those people that I have to budget my vape stuff and i do i am on a vape budget which which leads me to a rant that i have this week so i mean and you know me upsy i i i don't have all kinds of money i i vape on a budget i have to put money away every month for the meets that i want to go to you know this is this is just the story of my life i'm not whining about it i'm not saying hey everybody help me i'm not doing any of that i'm just stating the fact that I have to budget to get the stuff that I want. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's one of the big driving factors of why I DIY. Well, if I'm going to spend that kind of cash, fuck that. I can make juice. I can't make gear. You know what's even easier than making juice? Letting it steep. buy that shit at a dollar an ml and put it and who the hell who the hell you know any diyer worth their salt can make a strawberry cream come on (laughs) you know and i never really was any good at fruit cream vapes because i never it was never something that i really liked that's the you look you look back three, four years ago, every single juice maker that every single craft juice Strawberries maker that was hitting the market. Cream, peaches they were, and cream, it was a berries yeah, and cream vape. Yeah, was the yeah, even the hooligans, the hooligans. They had wicked berry blast, berries and cream. And see, wicked berry jo- blast Joe was Ca- the first Joe berry Castro, cream that I liked. Berries and cream. He had his Papa Smurf, berries and cream, berries and cream. Everybody was berries and cream, berries and cream. Because it's the it's one of the easiest uh, flavors and it, it it can easily easily be made to taste complex because they're two contrasting flavors that really end up balancing out very well. The pro the problem is is people end up overdoing the cream and it just like we're talking about steeping it ends up oversteeping within two weeks. Um, yeah, and I mean it was just it, berries and cream was just never something that I really enjoyed. Now, like banana cream, I liked banana cream. Well, and I that liked one's caramel. Easy I liked T- mango. TPA makes it makes a great banana cream if if you yeah. if you go light on it. It's it's actually pretty stellar. And they have the new one, which is uh, butyric acid based. Yeah, the DX. The D- the banana, banana cream, cream DX. DX. Yeah. The DX. Line. And that that was one of their big offenders as far as the uh, the AP went. 
it, it, it had a, a real high, relatively high percentage of AP in the, in the original banana cream, but the DX it just forewent the, the AP in favor of the butyric acid. Well, and see, I guess, and you are around, so, I mean, I don't explain things very well, but you're better at it. Eh, depends on the night. <laughs> when when the whole, I mean, everybody has known for a very long time that, that diacetyl was an iffy um, substance. And, yes. And, I mean, we've known this. It's It's not new. We've right. we've known this. Anybody that yeah. has been into juice making for longer than two years has has known this. You know, we knew it was there. We knew it was an issue. Um, the actual fact is, it's a big unknown. You know, it's not that they it's, they it's know an, it's, it's an, an issue. Unknown, it's an unknown. It's an, un, it's an unknown, and it's a consumer concern, uh, which should automatically raise flags for for any vendor who's paying attention to market trends um and and yeah there's been there's been a strong ebb and flow with you know concern about diacetyl and and there have been a lot of people on both sides of the fence you know it's better than smoking better than smoking better than smoking you know what probably is um but but again that's an unknown it's well (laughs) i even hesitate to say it's an unknown it's it's a known potential mm-hmm. um, because, frankly, all the flavorings we use are unknowns because they've never been used in this fashion before five, six years ago. Um, so they're all unknowns. Um, but diacetyl is a known potential hazard. That's not to say it is a hazard. It's a potential hazard. So, you know, if if we can find a way to easily replicate a lot of the vaping sensations that we have, you know, with this, the whole buttery mouthfeel and all that stuff, if we can do that without it, why not give it a go, you know? Yep. Um, and, Kurt- and, if you, and if you can't and the, and the community is crying out for it, at least divulge the fact that you're either not testing for it or that it has it in it. Yeah, I believe I am a staunch supporter of full disclosure on that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Me too. Me too. I had a, there was a couple of vendors that said, you know, well, I'm going to have to pull this and I know a lot of people are going to be upset. And I said, well, I pull, I pulled, I pulled three recipes off the market. One has come back on because I was able to find replacement flavorings. It's, and I, you know, this coming from a guy who has probably 50 plus juices on the market in different retail venues, um, you know, it, it was it was tough. It was tough, and some of my retailers screamed, but I wasn't I wasn't comfortable. And again, I'm that doesn't mean that I'm going to call other vendors out. No, for you not made doing a decision for your business because I, I it was yours and you had the fucking based, right. Yeah, based on conversations that I've had with people, other people in the industry, and my customers, I made a decision. Um, and you know, there there were repercussions for that, certainly. Well, and, you know, and that's what I said to him. I said, look, I said, you know, you may find out that you have a huge portion of your customer base that is fully aware of what's in there, fully aware of what potential it has, and Mm -hmm. that still want it. 
Yes. And he um, said, well, why would they do that? And I said, because. I said, you know what? There are a couple of flavors out there that I use in my juices that I DIY for me that have AP in them. And guess what? I'm not fucking changing them up, Stomp. I know no, the percentage I that, that I have I them in there. I am yeah, more I, than comfortable and, with it, but that's my decision that I'm making for me, not not the decision that I am making to sell to everybody else. And there, therein right. lies the difference. And, and that's where disclosure comes in. I'm fine if a vendor wants to release a juice that has AP in it and they know it has AP in it or they know it has trace amounts of diacetyl in it. I'm fine with that, but disclose it. If somebody asks you, you tell them. Yeah, and back the in the day, least, I, I'm not saying I'm not saying that you have to put on your label. This has a shit ton of diacetyl in it. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not saying that. I'm saying disclose it because if if a consumer is is concerned about it, they have a right to know, or they're going to move on. I mean, it's a good business decision. You know, some people are bothered by it. Some people are absolutely livid about it, and mm-hmm. some people just plain don't give a shit. Um, and you know, you have to respect the choices of all three of them. Um, but you know, when it's, when it's your product, you have to do what you feel is right. And as long as you are disclosing what's in there, I don't care. Right. Don't, don't lie. I don't 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 care. That's, that's fraud. That's fraud. If you, if you lie about what's in your e-liquid or if you don't know and you pretend to know, that's fraud. Yeah, and as Margo says in chat, some of us are anal about it. Yes, yes, Margo resembles that comment. Yes, don't put any anals in your e-liquid. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, sorry. My battery just hurt me. Yes, that's right, Mike. Don't put any uh, e-liquids in your anals either. Now, do you remember back when, and and here's the thing, and I don't think that people get this about AP, is that AP was supposed to be the less worrisome replacement. Right. It's AP and acetylene. uh Uh-huh. And and they were bonded, I don't know. I can't even remember what words. Kurt uses really big, fancy words that I'm like, okay, just, I need them both for it to be bad. (laughs) Well, yes, but, and it's always that but that comes in at the end. Ah, see, there we go with the anal again. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) Is it too early for that? And so part of my... (sighs) Upstomp, how much free shit do you give away on your show, of your own? Um, on just on my show, uh, I tend to do two giveaways a night, okay. two fifteen mils. How um, many? How many shows do you sponsor? Uh, I the only show outside of my own that I sponsor is um, Towers Show. And, and you know what's really funny is is I sponsor I do sponsors ships on a couple of shows but i i don't do it never do it on my own but that's just funny but anyway um Mm. so you know you still have cost involved in that so you're giving away it's and it's free shit to people 
Yeah. Uh, You're giving people free shit. It comes in in a glass. It's a glass bottle with the glass dripper, you know, childproof glass, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's each giveaway. I don't, you know, I, I, I'm not going to hazard to guess, you know, what my actual costs are, but you know, it's significant over, over a month, you know? So, and mine's not cheap either, you know? Um, and I, and here's the thing, and it really pissed me off. Um, there was a really good sale on Nautilus heads. And I went and I ordered four boxes of Nautilus heads because they were almost buy one, get one free. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ordered four boxes. Well, I got the wrong ones. They sent me the BDCs instead of the BVCs. And um, I called them and they said, oh, well, you know, that's what you ordered. I'm like, all right, fuck it then. So I gave them away. I've done that before. Yeah. I actually, I'm I'm staring at a, at a package of them now. I have the the BDCs. Uh, yeah. It, does anybody does anybody want these? <laughs> you want to give these away? So so I have, a, I have a five pack here. So yeah. So I gave away four boxes of these coils. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we're still talking. It was like thirty bucks. No big right. deal. Well, then I paid to ship them. Right. Well, then somebody else sent me this entire box of gear and stuff to find. Um, find adequate homes for and i said okay so i got all this stuff and i'm posting this stuff and i'm sending out the next fucking person that asked me repeatedly for the tracking on their free shit (laughs) i'm probably gonna just cuss them out you know it's funny um in my five years or close to five years of doing shows, I don't think I've ever been requested a tracking number. If I have, it's been once or twice in five years. And I've probably given away, God, I don't know, $10,000 worth of stuff over the last five years. You're an asshole. Never been, never been asked for a tracking number. But I do get people getting antsy because I, I, you know – Doing sending out giveaways is one of the lowest things on my priority list. Well, and I'll tell you what, and, and I, I missed and a I giveaway. I say that on my show. I say, look, you're getting free stuff. You, you know, you have to wait up to three to four weeks to get the free stuff that you didn't pay for. Yeah, That's I had an works. issue with Rich's um, for some reason, and I don't know why, because Rich and I converse back and forth through email all the time. Mm-hmm. But the emails that he was forwarding to me for the wins, mm-hmm. two of them ended up in my junk folder. Well, I never look at my junk folder in Gmail. Right. And um, we went and looked at it, and I found it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Well, guess what? Not only is that one there, there's another one here for the very next week after that. Mm-hmm. What the hell are they doing there? And, you know, and I'm always very kind and I make it up to people, you know, I mean, because if somebody wins something on a show, they should get it, you know? No, absolutely. And I feel really bad and I'm like, oh, go go pick out. I don't have that one anymore, but go pick out two. Right. But, but at the same time, yes, if, if you win, you should get, you should get what you want. But at the same time, stuff happens, you know, especially when you're dealing with free stuff, because it's not going to be everybody's top priority. You know, whether it's the host or whether it's the, the, the sponsor, it's not going to be their top priority. So you have to understand that mistakes happen and sometimes things are going to get lost in the noise. 
And as far as, to my knowledge, that's happened once to me in five years. And I got called out on it, and I still lost sleep over it. I know. And you feel you like know, shit. You, and you, it, you, rem- you remember. You remember. Well, and, and, and it, it was... turned out to be it turned out to be the fiance of one of my closest competitors who <laughs> called me oh, out shit. on it. <laughs> but I didn't find that out until two weeks later. I went, oh, oh, I see what's going on there. Um, but but yeah, we do. We we try to get this stuff out. We try to get it out in a timely fashion. But yeah, it's never going to be our top priority to send out free stuff because it's cash out of our pocket, and frankly especially on the you know the more non-content related vaping networks we don't tend to see very much return on on those giveaways as vendors as sponsors we oh, don't no. tend to see very very much of a return on that stuff we really just kind of do it as as filler as as a way to hopefully get people interested in in what we're doing as far as uh, show content and to do something nice for but, somebody and to do something nice yeah it makes us feel good cuz you know we all tend to be very friendly we we get very friendly we're all friends you know hanging out you know in my in my case you know most of us are just hanging out having some drinks and and kicking off the the weekend, um, and it, it's it's a way to fill time. You know, give some free shit away. Here you go. You know? Well, and the, the asking for tracking wasn't wasn't the straw that broke the camel's back, and it wasn't the mm-hmm. second time asking for tracking, and you know, in the one case, it wasn't the third time asking for the tracking. Um, after I answered the first thing, um, I I ignored the rest of them. I'm like, I'm just not answering this. I'm just going to pretend it's not even there. I'm just going to pretend right. like I didn't even see it right. um, because it's like, you know, oh, and, and that's the other thing, Margo. It's extremely rare that I get a thank you. And, and that I'm is sure, my I'm thing. Sure the same is true for, for Jeannie. And do you know that none of these people that were requesting this tracking even felt the need to send me a, a note and say or send me a message and say, hey, that got here. Thank you. I don't even care if they said thank you, but hey, that got here. The one was a two hundred and seventy nine dollar fucking device. Right, right. No, Mike, I'm not singling you out. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying it, it is extremely Mike? rare to actually get a thank you for the free crap. Um, I, and it's not that I expect it. It's just you, you kind of need to understand that you know it and, works both ways. You well, know? and I think people should understand too that. What they really, I mean, and you touched on it, but I'll say it in plain English. Mm -hmm. If you think that that these vendors doing these giveaways on these shows, if you think that there is a monetary return to them for this, it is the shittiest form of advertising on the fucking planet. Yeah, yeah. If if vendors had to pay to sponsor a show... uh, we're generalizing. I'm, there may be instances where that's going on. I'm not sure, um, but yeah, it's it. That would be extremely ineffective marketing. And this coming from a marketing idiot, even I know that. Yeah, it um, it's it's not doing giveaways on vape shows is not a good form of advertisement, really, mm-hmm. folks. It's not. No, it, it's because it's all noise. It's all noise. Um, you know, everybody just kind of has the giveaways are just kind of part of the show, you know, um, unless a vendor has a specific announcement, the host isn't going to really spend any time with it. Oh, here's a giveaway. Here's a giveaway for so and so. 
you know, and it's just it's just kind of part of the routine. Um, and that's my show included, and I'm the only sponsor of my show. You know, and I think that's the <laughs> that's the most surreal thing to me about coming to Vapor's Place after hosting shows on Stickum and and Vaughn and Vaporstead or wherever and wherever and wherever. Mm-hmm. The biggest change for me. Um, well, I guess first and foremost would be no video, which I really, really like. I um, know you like it. I do. I, that's I, why I, I never s- come on your show because you're always like, you have to come on Cam Genie. I'm like, no, I don't well, want to. Yeah, yeah, that's the rule on the Awesome Show. If you're a guest on the Awesome Show, you have to be on Cam and you have to be drinking something. But <laughs> I guess the the second biggest change for me, starting the, and doing a show here, is it is like almost impossible to give shit away here the only thing i don't and i can't say is i don't have a problem because i even do the diy show every month kimmer gives me store credit to give away to people to help them get started mixing or just you know for calling in with a question and here's free diy shit right and and that show is every month so and all the people that come to that show know that they can get free diy shit Joey Times Kimmer sends me a message and says, Jeannie, did you give away store credit this week? Mm-hmm. Because people <laughs> on this network, by and large, are not here for free shit. No, they're not. And they're it's not. awesome. It's 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 a very interesting kind of foundation that Kevin has created here in that you get you get people who are itching for content you get people who are actually itching for for relevant conversation um and a a strong majority of those people are actually listening to us in their car right now on their way to and from work you know you're not getting you're not getting you know the people who are hi ed the green say hi to ed the green because he's trapped in his vehicle (laughs) listening to this hi ed (laughs) how's it going ed (laughs) my man crush um no, he he's created a very interesting kind of foundation for uh, for vaping related content uh, that doesn't it doesn't mesh well, I don't think, with the whole giveaway. Yeah, I mean, extravaganza. You, Kevin Kevin has come up with these really cool contests and stuff to give some great stuff away, and mm-hmm. and he's like, I had two people enter. I'm like Kevin, but you should take that as a compliment. And he's like, but no, but we have this wonderful prize to give away. And I'm like, I know, but you're not you're not looking at this the right way. You know, mm-hmm. I said, and I guess Kevin Kevin can't see it from my perspective. Well, because, Kev, Kevin has a different he has a different set of standards. Yeah, I this mean, is all he's ever done. Yeah. So he, he doesn't he, he doesn't he can't comprehend the fact that. You know, you say the random, you put the random number generator up on the screen and all of a sudden 35 people show up in the room. Right. You know, Kevin has never experienced that. Nowadays that only happens when you're actually, you know, giving away a tablet PC or something. That (laughs) that doesn't even happen when you're, when you're just giving away juice. I mean, most of, I mean, folks, we're obviously generalizing quite a bit here because, you know, on my network, it doesn't really play out that way at all. It can be just as hard to give away free stuff on on our network as it has been here. Oh yeah. From what I, you know, compared to what I've to what I've heard here. Um, so I'm obviously you know hugely generalizing, but you know that whole wing of the of the 
vaping networks uh, is very much more giveaway driven. Oh yeah, and I'm not bitching about here. the people entering contests, folks. Don't do not do not under any. Don't think that I'm bitching about people entering contests because. No, no. I no, enter that's... contests. I do. I mean, and you've seen me do it up some. I've won free stuff on your show, and I'm like, yes. And somebody's yes, like, oh, Jeannie, are you going to piff? I'm like, fuck, no, I'm not going to piff. <laughs> I want mother's milk. <laughs> No, that's, I'm not. That's, that's mutter's milk, by the way, not mother's milk. It has nothing to do with it's the... It's um, mutter's, and it's completely different. It's not yeah. supposed to taste like mother's yeah. milk. It's I actually, not... actually had to change the name, because mutter's milk was based on an episode of Firefly. Mother's milk, obviously, is based on a boob. Um, <laughs> uh, and they had... Yeah, they literally had nothing to do with each other. So I changed, I changed the name to just plain mutter's. Oh yeah, and if you and, and if you want if you want to be fast tracked onto my blocked list on Facebook, all you have to do is tag me in a fucking contest. Oh, see that never happens to me anymore because since they they deleted my Upstomp account on Facebook, most of the general vaping community doesn't know where to find me. Yeah, so. somebody. I, I mean, and I have ran it on that enough times that I would think that anybody that's ever listened to my show or anybody that even knows me in passing or has ever heard about that bitch over there would know better than to do this. And, and, and son of a bitch, it never fail, at least mm-hmm. once every other day. And I'm like, oh, okay, unfriend block or block unfriend, well, however, whichever, because there's only right, one way you right. can do it. But And I'm like, okay, done. Um, and, you know, I mean, there's very few things that drive me crazy, um, like like the tag contest. I don't mind the like and share. If you want to run a like and share contest, have at it. Well, uh, like and share, I will not, like the, the New England Vapors group, which has blown up something fierce over the last year, uh, I won't yeah, have Where it were all the motherfuckers in, in at VCC, group. by the way? What, say what? Where were all those New England vapors when VCC happened? Because it, well, it, because New England vapors group didn't start blowing up until VCC already left. Now everybody's screaming, saying, "When are we going to have a national convention?" And it's like you had one, like, nobody showed up. And I, I plain and simple told them, I said, "Look, I said VCC was here, and while it was a great time for those of us who attended, I don't think it was that great of a time for the folks who were uh, actually organizing it." Because, you know, you're talking what we got maybe four or five thousand over the entire weekend, you know, where they're used to getting ten to twenty thousand <laughs> over a weekend. Yeah, you know, it's going to be a little harder to, to get him to come back. Yeah, it was it was not a good turnout for the organizers at that event. Um, it really was. Yeah. Now, I mean, and God granted, we had a good time at the event. Of course. Of we course. did. We had a really good time. Um, Jeannie got drunk in public, which never happens. Mm-hmm. That was funny. Oh, that was fun. Oh my and you, and you, were, you were like two doors down from, from the mass holes, too. Yeah. We, we, we were up until, what, two, three in the morning that first night. Oh, yeah, God. and I'm like, and it was so funny. I'm like, oh, my God, I need some place to sit. And there were so many people in your, <laughs> I don't know, there was no place to sit. I'm like, I'm going to get my footstool. Yeah. And MRP, and I believe we have some video of you and Stanley from that weekend yeah. too. And and MRP looks at me and he says, 
you're going to what, Jeannie? <laughs> I said, I'm going to go get my footstool. And he goes, well, are you sure you can, are, do you need some help? And and God love MRP. MRP is is the gentleman mm. of vaping. Not only is he Mr. He really Sexy is. Voice, but he is he is the gentleman of vaping. Well, are you sure? And he follows me, and I go and I get and I'm st- and I'm and I'm shoving it with my foot. And he's like, Jeannie, Jeannie, I'll I'll get that. And I'm like, I, I got it, MRP. And he finally looks at me <laughs> and he goes, You know, I'm really worried you're gonna fall over. <laughs> no, he's he's uh, he's one of the most stand-up guys I know. Him and Petey have been uh, two of my best friends in vaping, hands down, absolutely. Um, no, Stan- Stanley may be at VaporCon this this year. Uh, Stanley was at VCC, but he stayed in the hotel room the entire weekend. Yeah, he stayed in a hotel room and hid from the terrorists. Yeah, but he'll be at uh, he'll be at Case's wedding most likely, and he'll be at uh, VaporCon. And Case's wedding fall. is on Mother's Day weekend. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to. Uh, I've already talked to my wife about it. She's hummed and hawed. She's willing to let me go by myself, which I was hoping not to do. But um, I just, I have to break it to my mom now. I can't wait until the last minute. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Full disclosure. But, but yeah, I, I told, up I now. told Case and Missy that. You owe my mom a, a written apology. <laughs> so, but Stanley's going to have a good time. I think he's he, him and Case are going to actually go up and probably do a song together, and that will be filmed. Well, Case did say that he's only doing one song at the wedding. Yeah, and uh, I think Stanley's going to do it with him. Awesome. So we'll see. But I'm like, you know, how can you be a bass guitarist and not play a song at your wedding? Your your bride yeah. your bride is not going to let you get away with that case. Right. You know, I don't know. I don't know what he was actually thinking was going to happen. But yeah, if he thought that Missy was going to let him not do it, um, yeah, no. Oh, Stanley promises nothing. Oh, shush. Shush your face, Stanley. You'll be there. <clears throat> and remind me, I have a Stanley story to tell you after the show. I, I won't I won't tell you on the air, but I, I have a I have a funny Stanley story to tell you. Afterwards. Oh, God. Yeah. But, I get blamed for a lot of what Stanley does. It's oh, not I fair. Know. Yeah, somebody sent me a somebody sent me a message. And wanted to know if you and Stanley were the same person. Who? <laughs> Phil. Phil Basardo. And it wasn't, and it actually, wasn't Phil. <laughs> he PM'd me. Um, we're probably looking at like two months ago. He PM's me in the middle of the day, and he goes, uh, "I have to ask you something." I said, "What?" <laughs> he goes, "Are you Stanley the Viking?" <laughs> I said, do you really have to ask me that question? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, and because we brought up Phil. He's been commenting on and liking and sharing like for months. And all of a sudden he asked me, I have to ask you something. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) And because we brought up Phil, that's, that's the other thing that the whole blew up all over the Internet. This reviewer bullshit. Okay. So 
so and I need to say this and and upstomp and you may feel differently about this than I do and and it's great if you do but you know the whole the whole there was a couple of reviewers and they're saying oh and they're getting paid and, and otherwise oh, they don't yeah. do it and blah, blah 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 I don't give a shit I really don't I don't give a shit if they're getting paid or not as a matter of fact somebody like Phil and Upstomp, you and I both know, know mm-hmm. how much t- of his time yeah. he puts into making these reviews, okay? Yeah. Um, I, if I were to ask Phil about a device, whether they paid him to do that review or not, Phil would honestly tell me what he thought of that device. Without a freaking doubt... And he, I don't even have to say that because he's done it. You know, he, he's been a Kanger fanboy. He's been, you know, he, he was, he, he was all over so many of these devices that he was, you know, quote unquote in the tank for, for so long. He's always, always given plenty of negative criticism where it's due. Always. I, I flat told him he was fucking crazy for for not charging these companies to review their products. And I'm not saying he's not charging for the review, but I think he's crazy for, for not getting paid for the amount of time that he puts into that. Now, because I mean, mean, Phil is one of those people I I trust, even if he was getting paid, he would tell me, he would tell the people that are subscribing to his channel, the absolute truth. So I, I don't give a fuck. I really don't. I don't give a fuck if a reviewer is getting paid. What I do no, care I, well, is that on, they're on honest. On its face, no. But again, we come back to the issue of disclosure. If they can disclo- if they disclose that fact, then then fine. If they don't, then I may have a bit of an issue with that. But not. But no, it's not a sky is falling kind of situation here. And as far as Phil goes, you know, he gets a ton of views on YouTube. And those are monetized videos, as far as I know. Yeah, and the only reason I'm so bringing he, Phil up is is because he happens to be somebody that I consider um, a personal friend, and mm-hmm. he is one of the most honest people I know. I mean, I I Phil would not lie through his teeth to me. So I mean, I'm not picking on Phil. I'm just bringing. I'm using Phil as an example because. Using my Phil as your stepping stool. Well, my personal opinion is is he, he is exemplary at, at, at what he does. So, um, yes, you know, yes. somebody can't say, as far, oh. as far as devices, and and the thing is, is to to this date, he reviews the kind of devices that I want. You know, there are a lot of great reviewers out there who do a hell of a job. Uh, Rip Trippers, I find insanely entertaining. Him and Twisted 420. I don't Sick care about any, any, of the, any of the bullshit that's going on. I find both of them extremely entertaining. But they tend not to review devices that I give a shit about. <laughs> Phil tends to review devices that I give a shit about. And he just so happens to do the most thorough job of reviewing those devices. And, and these, are, these tend to be devices that need a thorough re- review as far as I'm concerned. 
Because I can pick, you know, a lot of vapors, a lot of newer vapors can't pick up on pulse width modulation, that kind of thing. They can't pick up on the different signals that you're getting from, from these devices. I tend to. I tend to pick up on, on a lot of that. So it's important to me that, that he spends that much attention uh, looking at, you know, what and, the signal's actually actually giving us. Well, and the, I only... <sighs> To be perfectly honest, there's only two reviewers that I ever actually watch. And it's it's as much for the fact that they entertain me as they inform me. And it's Phil and it's Todd. Todd Todd's good too, but I, I put Todd in the same camp with Rip, where they, they tend not to review devices that I'm interested in. But but Todd's phenomenal too. Yeah, he's 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 just as thorough with Max as Phil is with regulated stuff. Yeah, I I, you know I mean? absolutely love Todd's reviews and Phil's. Um, yeah. Andy and, the sweetie pie. Let's be frank. Well, they, yeah, there is that, and 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 Todd has the cutest dog ever. I don't think I caught his dog. Yes, he does. Hmm? He, he has uh, he, a, he has he's a good guy, and he was a good sport dog. about the um, the first bad lip reading video. Todd was. <laughs> yeah. you know, he, he actually said, "Oh, that actually made a lot more sense than what I actually said in that scene." <laughs> and you you know, it's is really funny. Is I wonder if Rip Tripper ever thought that sickest tits was gonna be what it is, because. There are people oh, I, I didn't I had no idea what that guy's name even was. <laughs> and I'm like and and I said to Kevin one day and I'm like, "You know, what's the guy? What's the guy? Every one of his videos, everything is sick as tits." Sick as tits, yeah. <laughs> and and, that, and that's actually that's not an old phrase, but that phrase goes back quite a bit, but he definitely like kind of blew it up in the vape community. Um and and that's why I like him. Like he's he's just such a character. You know, he he's just he's very entertaining to watch. I just wish he'd he'd review shit that I cared about. <laughs> and isn't that funny? And I mean and it's like but juice he, he reviews. Seems like, have... He seems like he definitely seems like a great guy and somebody I'd love to meet at a vape meet. I see Justine but... put a post up that she was gonna thinking about doing some juice reviews again. Mm. And you know what, Justine She she left the Hingham Hill group, you know. No, I didn't. I think I think it's because I didn't pay her for her glowing review of um, Key Grove. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to talk about being paid for reviews, no, I, I I'm am, kidding. I'm kidding. You know, if somebody wants to do juice reviews, to, you know what? Go for it. I don't think that I have ever watched an e-liquid review ever. Oh, because... I've watched a ton. Like, like. The first couple of years, I watched a ton. Um, oh, yeah, see, no, never. Back, back when, you know, when I first started, I used to watch um, all of them. Um, I used to watch Grimm, uh, Ed, uh, not G, um, oh, crap, she was on our channel for so long. Um, Eva, I remember Lord? Eva in the pink robe from five years <laughs> Eva ago. Eva in the bathrobe. Yeah, the pink bathrobe. She'd be doing those reviews. I'd be, I'd be glued just because I was so new, you know, to vaping. Just I wanted to just absorb all this information up. It didn't matter, you know. 
I think big ice dog. Big ice dog. Yeah. I think the reason I never did was because when I first got into vaping, um, you know, I didn't even know the online community, um, like video shows and shit, even existed. Yeah. And um, I I got into all of that. Yeah, I got into DIY like a month into vaping. Yeah. No, I, I resisted all of it, especially like the Stickum community. I, I resisted all of it. I did not want people to see who I was. You know, that's not who I was about. Um, and and it took a good friend, Vaping John, uh, to drag me kicking and screaming to co-host <laughs> one of his shows. How in the hell did John drag you? <laughs> he dra- he literally had to he had to convince me for like two months. Come on the show. Come on, just come on the show. And then two weeks into it. I was running the show, and he was gone. And he, oh, it, I thought you were going to say he was sitting there getting drunk. Well, that too. And Because, I mean, I love John to death. I absolutely do. I think he, he just is an adorable person. He cracks me up. He's such a great guy. Like, just hanging out at the bar. Like, every time me and him get together in person, we, we but just... I honestly don't think I've ever seen him not lit up. Mm. And I think that's part of the problem. <laughs> you know, but, ever. But, you know, but that's, I mean, that was the genesis of the Awesome Show was was that kind of mentality. Like, let's get lit up and kick off the fucking weekend. You know, we've we've had a week long of, of bad vaping news and, and drama and strife. And let's just, let's just blow up. Oh, Mike Getz wants to know, who was the chick with the flat top that quit doing reviews about two years ago? Chick with a flat top. The only the only chick with a flat top that I can even think of is Shan. That might be her, but she wasn't just a reviewer. I mean, yeah, because Shan's she a man- modder. She manufactured some some pretty stellar mods back in the day. I don't. Did she even have like a flat top? Flat top though. I guess she did. Yeah, Shan. Well, Shan had spikes for a while. Shan's had a flat yeah. top. Shan. And by the way, um, I am vertically challenged. Okay, yeah, and you know this, Upstomp. I'm, you're, I'm you're, sh- you're short of average, but you're not. Yeah, like, I'm. I'm when, a little you, vertically when meet, challenged. When you Shan? meet you, you don't say, "Oh my God, she's short." Shan's no, a like, freaking pygmy. Yeah, Shan. Shan's a she's tiny, tiny woman. Yeah, Shan is just tiny. Shan only like comes to my boobs and i'm thinking does she have to drive in a booster seat <laughs> she is she is shan is just like freaking tiny see i've never met par in real life i've met kathy kathy didn't i don't recall kathy like kathy didn't blow me away as being extremely short either though well um well, Parr and I and Lisa are all pretty much even keel. It just depends on who has shoes on with taller heels on them. <laughs> well, there you go. Kathy says, that's me, jackass. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, Kathy right, is maybe. Parr. <laughs> yes. That then is. there you go. And, and, you know, and I don't feel bad because as much as I talk to Parr and, and Lisa all the time, Bernie will come over, and if and if there's not a frog up on the screen, he doesn't realize that Kathy is par. And if he doesn't I, see Sam's picture, he doesn't understand that Lisa is Lisa. I will always have problems linking, you know, screen names to real names. Oh, I will, yeah. uh, it's just always going to be an issue with not me. Not with me, uh, though, because I'm... Other than the people I'm, who are in my life. Day, yeah, I'm day not creative. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not creative with screen names. Um, my name is Jeannie. No, Jeannie. My, Jeannie my screen K, name yeah. is Jeannie K. And my screen name over there is Jeannie K. And my screen name over there is Jeannie K. So, yeah, I'm I'm not excessively creative with no, these and, things. And, and I, I kind of, I expect that people aren't going to realize that Upstomp is J. I, I expect that. And I almost covet that. <laughs> um you know, even my some of my best vaping friends still call me Upsy. That's that's my name. Well, and I, res- and I respond to it, which um, is kind of awkward. PB Dragon is PB to me. Has always been PB. Will always be PB. That's not his name. Mm-hmm. What's his name? <laughs> well, a lot of people think it's Mike Harris. That's not actually no, his first not... name. <laughs> his name is not PB. His 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 first name is not actually Mike either. <laughs> I used to get PB and the guy in the skirt. Who's the guy who wears the kilt? I actually used to get the two of them mixed up. What the hell's the... Oh. Schlitzy? No, 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 not Flitzy. No, 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 no uh, not big, Flitzy. Big guy, big guy wears a kilt to all the meats. I for, I forget his name. I don't know. Who wears a kilt at all the meats? I don't know. But I used to I used to get him and PB mixed up. Oh yeah, no, no, no. PB's a little bitty guy too. But yeah, his mother said to me when I was out there for his wedding, she says, "Why do you call him PB?" And I said, "Well, because when we started hosting a show together." PB was PB Dragon, and that's what he wanted everybody to call him was PB Dragon. I said, I'm an idiot. Um, I didn't create this alter ego personality and persona for, for online. I All I ever knew how to be was me, so that's what I do. And she's like, but, but you know his name. And I said, well, yes. And she says, you know his real, real name. And I said, well, yes, I do, because you call him that. <laughs> And she's like, oh, and see, so if you put PB, if you put me and PB's wife and PB's mother in a room, all three of us are calling him something else. And it's pretty fucking funny. If he, if he was a a canine, he would be the most confused canine ever. No, because Ruger answers to Ruger, Ruger answers to dumbass, and Ruger answers to where's your toy. I answer to where's my toy. Oh, I'm going to bring Jan into this call. Oh. You're just trying to keep me on. Hello. Hi. Hi, Hi, Jan. How are you? I'm wonderful. Happy net neutrality day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A solution to a problem we didn't but, really have. I mean, we, we we had a problem, but that could have been solved with the market if we actually had a market that wasn't so regulated. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're 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 causing the pro they're they're solving the problem that that they caused. Yeah. Oh, isn't that how the government works? The best mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. 
happy net neutrality day. Oh, yeah. And let's see. Yesterday, um, the wonderful person sitting in the White House uh, introduced the first steps into making you get rid of your retirement plan and purchase government bonds because that's always a good investment. Yeah, because the government's so good at making money. <laughs> well, you know what, though? U.S. Treasuries are definitely a wise purchase when they destroy the economy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely. But yeah. you, have to be on the ball. you have to be on the ball. You have, oh. you have to say, all right, it's time for the Treasuries. There they go. All right. Getting off the escalator now. Mm. Getting well, onto that- the stairs. That would kind of require them to stop printing money. but my, um, You know, I have to tell you, Jan, that if I go in and open the safe in my bedroom, there is a stack of savings bonds in there, probably three inches high. Because I don't, my, wanna, yeah, I don't want to tell you what's in my safe. But my ahead. mother-in-law. I have, I have ammo and whiskey. Uh, I have <laughs> ammo and silver, but go ahead. Yeah, my mother-in-law used to, well, I mean, in, you know, my husband. Silver's not going to buy yet. My husband grew up really, really poor. Um, and my mother-in-law, the only way for her to do nice things for the kids would be to do that, you know. And so my kids all grew up getting savings bonds from their grandma M. And it's, it's really funny because Jesse is 28 um, and all of hers are still even in there. <laughs> what a coincidence. I'm 28. You're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> if I was 28, I'd be buying a Suicide Bunny fucking $2 a mil e-liquid. You'd be buying Suicide Bunny e-liquid <laughs> and, and like... Hipster hipster glasses and mm-hmm. um, getting one of those horrible hipster haircuts and listening to God knows what. Oh, do you know I have decided Sleep that tattoos. Paul, <laughs> Paul and Bernie record that. Have you ever seen that show Two Broke Girls, Jen? No. I'm not, I, I, I unfortunately suck. Somebody tagged me. Yeah. That girl is so sweet i love that girl in in two broke girls i'm not watching that show anymore i don't i don't watch the show i have never i don't think i've ever watched a whole episode but i think that she is adorable um i there yeah they did a and it (laughs) they always have a really sarcastic um sense of humor going on which i of all people can generally appreciate right um not that i've ever been sarcastic <laughs> ever no um is that some sarcasm i'm picking up picking up on but so yeah so you know i mean was I that was, jan snorting yes it was <laughs> yes it was that's what happens when she laughs real when she Score. finds something really funny Score. um so but they had this vaping they were talking these people were in there vaping and they just I don't know if the writers wrote in every stupid thing they'd ever seen in the media about e-cigs, but I swear to God, she spit every single one of them out right in a row. I'm like, what the fuck is she talking? I swear to God, I thought they had Stanton Glantz write that episode. I think they did. <laughs> and I'm like, where the f- what? What is wrong with these fucking people? Well, then the next week it was something about beards. And then the next week, I'm like, okay, you know what? 
I seriously, I just can't watch a show anymore. <laughs> I really can't. Because, I mean, I have a deep appreciation for sarcasm. Well, it's like when, the old uh, medical dramas and, and crime dramas where they used to, like, s- try to sleeve in these social commentaries. And it just made you want to throw up, you know. Quincy. <laughs> Quincy with the, the child abuse episode, yeah. <laughs> or ER with, like, commentary on, on you know socialized medicine oh it used to drive me nuts you know i i understand there's there's a certain demographic of people who um who are and and i actually not all that i'm not opposed to it if a majority of people want it but i mean a big majority like 97 percent. but i don't think that's happening you know what I mean? And, and the way we've gone about trying to get health care for people is the wrong way. We're going to fine you, we're going to tax you, and we're going to put you in jail eventually if you don't have health insurance, mm-hmm. which is stupid. Well, what if you're so poor you're living on the street? Then what? It's then, okay. Then, yeah, then you're not on the grid, <laughs> and they're, they're just going to ignore you because <laughs> they, can't, they can't tackle that problem. That's mm. not a legislative problem. That's That's a, you know... <laughs> That's a society problem. Yeah, that's that's a conformance problem. They're not going to be able to do that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I I have a lot less problems with them trying to do something about medicine than I do with them trying to do other stuff. But every time they try to do something here, they do it wrong. I mean, like you know. The FDA is very good at hiding bad drug studies. The NSA is very good at widening the scope of surveillance and getting a lot of money to do it. Um, The CIA is really good at running black sites. Uh, Is that really why we have these governmental agencies? I mean, it it seems like we're paying a ridiculous amount of money and getting nothing in return. And I don't understand how when you request under the Freedom of Information Act, when you request the... FDA warning letters that they mm-hmm. have sent out for fraudulent reporting yeah. in mm-hmm. research studies on these drugs that are yeah. put on the market. I don't um, understand how the fuck they can redact the names of their company in the studies that they, they sent the warning to. What fucking good does that do anybody? Well, it, it turns you into a junior detective. <laughs> You've got to be a junior detective. No, to no, no. It doesn't turn me websites. into a new junior detective. It turns that guy into a junior detective that wrote that fucking <laughs> article, Jan. Well, I mean, he didn't just write an article. He wrote a whole study. I mean, he got paid a lot of money to write about transparency in medical research. And what he found was that our government was aiding and abetting them selling us drugs that could possibly kill us. I mean, that's a pretty big deal. But nobody talks about that. We talk about the FDA regulating e-liquid. We don't talk about the fact that the FDA is being complacent and possibly killing us. That's a far bigger issue. The FDA should be defunded because it's not an actual agency. If you actually read the Constitution, they make laws and they should not have the ability to do so. You know what I mean? Well, and and the main purpose of the FDA was to protect the citizens, and they're not doing that either. Well, so there was no. a spe- they, there was they're a not doing anything. There was a, no, there was a specific event <laughs> that, spawn, that spawned ketchup. ketchup. Yeah, it was ketchup. ketchup. It was ketchup. 
No, um, the ketchup wasn't yes. the FDA. It was yes, um, yes, it was, yes. It was the food the safety agency. The very first it was like 1910. No, I'm sorry. Woodrow Wilson was in office. When was that? Because Woodrow Wilson was the first one to to um, create the FDA over he, ketchup. Yeah, it was about ketchup and one of his crony friends in the Heinz ketchup industry used made ketchup you know how Heinz is just nasty well they don't add any artificial flavors to it other people do and that was what the FDA was created because and, of. and it wasn't created because the ketchup was dangerous it was created because my buddy owns a ketchup company and he's feeling the pressure and we need to help him out so they Let's figured out a way a to help him out yeah, let's create a monopoly. Yeah, essentially. That sounds like Kellogg and marijuana. Um, yeah, a, a lot of the well, and I only really know that because I actually read a lot of really old, really obscure stuff, which I. Jan, you it's... forget more information than I'm ever going to know in my entire fucking life. <laughs> The FDA was actually created because of food, and that was way before <laughs> thalamide or any of that. Yeah, go ahead. Well, see, that's what I remember is the thalamide mm-hmm. thing, the the pregnancy drug. Mm-hmm. That's what I that's what I was taught, mm-hmm. and that wasn't high school. That was that was literally the medical device company that I worked for. Oh right. yes, because our history books are so accurate. Well, they didn't have any history books there. <laughs> well, th- this it was actually created as the Food and Cosmetic Agency before it became the Food and Drug Administration. So, you know, because they had a lot of shysters back then selling you, you know, things that would you put it on your face and it would eat a hole in your face, that sort of thing. Oh, so they no. actually did something useful then. Face eating. Face eating. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, because I'm, I'm sure the market couldn't solve that issue on its own. You I'm know? sure it could have. But, you <laughs> know, um, there's a certain... Um, class of people and there's a certain kind of government that thinks we're too stupid to do things on our own and what do you i i hate to ask you this um Who you, you know how you're you're a libertarian right and you know how like after about two or three years you're like okay th- this just doesn't go far enough so what am i and then libertarianism kind of splits off into Two distinct camps, uh, ANCAP, uh, AN, ANCOM, and ANCAP. Huh? Right? You don't An- know about ANCOM? Um, ANCOM? No, I've never heard of ANCOM, <laughs> and I've been a libertarian for many, 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 many uh, years. Okay, well, never mind. Okay. <laughs> um, it, it's just what happens when you think libertarianism doesn't go far enough. Anarcho-capitalism. Oh, anarcho-capitalism or... Anarcho-communism. I mean, it kind of cracks me up that there's still... It's like cam What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, there... It kind of cracks me up that there's actually this divide between people who think that the Democratic Party and the Republican Party, um, it's just not going the way they want. So then they further divide into ANCAP and ANCOM. Which is kind of ridiculous. It's another left and right divide. And I I think the issues are are bigger than that. They don't need to go that way, but people do go that way. It's just so weird. 
it's almost like they divide again into de- Democrat and Republican. Do you know what I mean? It's very strange to see. Yeah, just more principled, I guess, yeah. on, on either side. Well, I, it's very weird to see, like, um, there's a page called, like, Ancom Florida, because I, I live down here in Florida, and I just happen to look at it, and you open it up, and it's, greetings, comrade. I'm like, oh, yeah, got to go. <laughs> just, I see, they're I, very that's out still, with it. Well, that's still very oxymoronic to me. Yeah. An- anarcho-communism. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. It's like, okay, well, that just screams um, Che Guevara to me. Like, yeah. Like, me like create create um, anarchy in order to eventually inflict complete government control of all production. Exactly. Well, I <laughs> it, mean, makes no, it makes no sense. Where, where the two things seem to divide is there are people who think everything's about property rights and those are ANCAP. And there are people who think me. all me too. And there are people who think everything should be community property and that's ANCOM people. And I'm like, how do you even go from libertarian to communism? And, and then there are people who go from that and they're like, yeah, I'm a Maoist now. Really? Oh my God! I have to tell you, does that happen? Jan, I have to tell you this because you really think this is just fucking hysterical, okay? Right. Okay. So we have some things we wanted to do, mm-hmm. and you know, and Paul bought this rent house and whatever. Get this shit all done, right? So anyway, so go to the bank, say we want to get a home equity loan, and they're like, "Oh, yay, great! All your shit's paid for. We'll give you money." Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. So they're like, okay, well, you have to follow this link and you have to do the online. You have to fill it out online. And then it comes back to me and we'll be all good to go. I said, okay. So sit down, fill this paperwork out, hit submit. It says rejected. I'm like, (laughs) what the fuck's it mean rejected? And it says, we're sorry. You have Uh to at least request the minimum amount of like, and it was like three times what we wanted. And I'm like, Wait a fucking minute. <laughs> what the fuck is this? The bank is telling me I don't want enough money? <laughs> is that ANCAP or INCOM? <laughs> uh, that's uh, something in the hands of a corrupt government. That's, that's, so INCOM? Well, that would be, that'd be in, in, um, monarchy? No. In... But, I mean, I was like... Seriously, is 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 a fucking bank telling me that I'm not asking for enough money? (laughs) You know, is there actually see? And I really want to look this up because I think it would be an interesting concept to talk about. Because I was thinking about the Toco the other day, the Thought Police, and I thought it would be really interesting to do a show about the Thought Police and how every society has had them as they become more and more um, overtaken by. Is that uh, a song by Cheap Trick? No, no. The Toko, <laughs> Toko was the Japanese thought police. Um, oh, I'm thinking they... Dream Police. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> and they I'm actually... not going to let and you And I don't think that was the right band anyway. <laughs> hundred, um, hundred episodes. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking that would be interesting, but I was wondering if there was a word for you know how they have all the words for what defines a government if a government controlled by bankers if there's actually a word for that 
Because there's a word for... There um, is. It's called America. <laughs> it's it's called American-style capitalism, yeah. I don't think you can call that capitalism, but whatever. Um, well, my dad sure tries to. <laughs> no, no, no. You just said you needed a word for a country run by bankers. Well, there is. It's America. <laughs> Oligarchy. Um, I can spell it even. Uh, oh. Crony capitalism. Um, yeah, there's a whole bunch of... Crap, fiduciary we can clusterfuck. I didn't say that. <laughs> fiduciary <laughs> clusterfuck. Wow, I have to try that position. You think my <laughs> wife will be up for it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know your wife. <laughs> that was a rhetorical question. <laughs> don't bring um, water. Water. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't talk about that Chicago Somebody- black site. Yeah, yeah, somebody call Stanton Glance and tell him that, that water is toxic, especially when breathed. Um, I think Stanton Glance is toxic and he needs to have a warning label slapped on him. I think oh, we just... I would volunteer to tattoo it on his head. Yeah. Warning stupid may leak out of mouth. <laughs> Avoid all human contact. I think so. He needs to go on Fox News. I think that would be hilarious. I think it'd be absolutely fucking hysterical to see him and Mike Gutfeld. <laughs> Except Gutfeld. I don't think I said his. I don't think I said any of that right. But you know what Greg I mean. Gutfeld, yeah. I think I think the two of them on air together discussing vaping oh, would be that's fucking that's epic. Great TV. That is great TV right there. I would pay to watch that shit. Mm-hmm. I can't believe he hasn't shaved his head yet. Like, get, what, seriously, he's coming on as a mad scientist, and he's not even mm-hmm. a scientist. Yep. He's like, a, what is he, a professor of mechanical engineering? Yes, he's a failed professor of mechanical yeah. engineering. <laughs> At, like, a community college. But, and so, they always, they, is, and they just love to say, Professor Stanton Glantz. No, they say Dr. Stanton, Stanton Glantz, because he has yeah. his, his uh, you know, his fake doctorate. His honorary doctorate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good. He has an honorary degree in cardiology because going from studying mechanical engineering to cardiology is just a hop, skip, and a jump, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) No difference there. They're all like systems and stuff runs through them, so it's all good. I I have I have a degree in uh, information technology and I'm also I also have an honorary degree in women's (laughs) studies. So you can you can ask me anything you want about a uterus, I think. (laughs) You gotta stop. That's what women's studies is, right? You're gonna get Oh my god. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I don't think that actually qualifies you to answer questions about a uterus. But hey, ask me. just ask me. I, I, I apologize should... to everybody that's driving down oh. the road and has just spewed coffee all over the dash of their car. <laughs> uh, I apologize. <laughs> I, I think you should uh, go on CNBC and tell them that. That would be good. Mm. That I would. That would be a show I would love to watch. Are, yep. Are they Are they relevant? I I don't know. CNBC? I just still think it would be funny. No, it would be funny. It would be funny. It would be I think funny. I think it would be even funnier if we were to get Jan on the awesome show tomorrow night. 
Um, Jan doesn't go on camera either. I, I, I she doesn't. Well, I, I don't mean, do video. That, that would be the rub. She'd have to be on cam and she'd have to be drinking something. So. <laughs> I don't drink. No. This is I'm normally I like that. I have I have um a You're pretty cut off, then. I have a pretty bad drinking problem actually. So I don't drink. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different story then. Okay. It's a little bit different story. Yeah. Okay. Um but it's nice cuz now I'm a total control freak and uh I don't drink at all. Okay. Well. <laughs> enjoy the show. <laughs> well, you know, I would love to come on, but I don't actually have a webcam because I'm one of those paranoid people that used to work with the Electronic Frontier Foundation. I actually so... have a piece of paper that I drape over my webcam. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I kidding. Just, I'm not kidding. I'll, I I'll, I'd show it to you, but my webcam is covered. <laughs> I just don't have one. I mean, at all. Um, my husband bought um, the Xbox with that horrible Kinect thing that you plug in to exercise with, yeah. and I'm like, oh, um, yeah. When you're done, when you're done doing your workout program out there, you need to unplug that. Yeah. And in fact, unplug the Xbox. And in fact, unplug the Xbox. He's like, why? I'm like, well, I'm just not comfortable with you know the amount of information they can get from that. Oh, Jan, you got Bernie hollered at yesterday, by the way. I'm supposed to remind you. I'm, I'm supposed to t- make sure that you know that right. you got him hollered at. <laughs> For what? Because he found a sale and he's like, Mom, look at this. I've got, and you know, this kid, this, he... The kid works his ass off, and he's really greedy with his money, and I'm very thankful for that, you know, right. um, because, like, mm-hmm. his Xbox, when he wanted an Xbox, right. Mommy didn't buy it, Daddy didn't buy it, Mommy and right. Daddy forbid Grandma and Grandpa to buy it. Right. Bernie had to save the money and buy it himself, mm-hmm. um, and he did. Um, but, so, needless to say, this this 16-year-old kid has got more money um, in his <laughs> wallet than I have in my checking account. Um <laughs> But That's so good. Yeah. It well it is. Um and then he comes downstairs and he's like, Look at this, mom, look at this. He's like, If I give you the money, will you go online and order this for me? They'll even ship it to the house for free. Do you know right. what it was? No. A voice what? activated smart T V. No. He does hmm. not get a smart TV. There are no smart TVs and, in yes, houses that and, value privacy. And that is exactly his mother. <laughs> and, and I said to him, you are not getting one of them fucking voice-activated TVs in this house and hooking it to my internet. It is not going to happen. And he's like, I blame you. And he's like, what? Huh? What? And I'm like, Jen did a story on them fucking pieces of shit on Monday night. You are not having one of them in this <laughs> And he looks at me and he goes, well, gee, make sure you tell her that she got me hollered at. <laughs> I wasn't doing it to get anybody in trouble. I just wanted them to know exactly how much information about them gets. Yeah, well, what are the odds that my 16-year-old walks down the stairs two days later and says, Hey, I'm going to buy one. <laughs> God. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, and by the, the way, he rolled his eyes at him- you. You you have the show notes. You can let him read the story about how much information that sends down the line and to God knows who. So not really the best. I, if I were going to buy something, it wouldn't be that. I would make buy an old-fashioned TV. And somebody says, make him listen to the show after I bleep it. <laughs> Does anybody really think? I mean, my children go from 28 to 16. <laughs> Do you honestly think at this fucking point that they haven't heard me swear? You have a 
60-year-old child? 16. They go from oh. 28 to 16, you dumbass. I was going to say, damn. <laughs> I, I, no, actually... Orion is not my kid. <laughs> I was going to say, damn, no wonder why you're so short. <clears throat> uh, actually, I don't, I don't actually use an Atari 2600. I actually do use the Xbox 360, which I like quite a lot. Um, oh, like... Silent Hill. Silent Hill, great series of games. Halo. I'm a uh, Halo girl. I play Halo with my uh, my son, Jimmy. He 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 likes Halo. Um, I, you know, fuck that. Halo. I like no, Halo. no, I like no. first person shooters. No, Jim. Halo's no. A good one. What? Because <laughs> here's what happened. Bernie's like, "Hey, mom, come on, I'm gonna teach you how to play Halo." I'm like, "What the fuck is Halo?" He's like, "No, come on, mom, come on." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> so, first thing that the child neglects to tell me. <laughs> Now, mind you, I have RSD in both of my hands. My hands do not handle temperature changes well. You're not they do they well don't handle they don't handle sensation changes well. Do you think that he told me that the fucking controllers shake so hard they rattle your teeth out of your head? No, no. So first thing I do is throw the remote on the floor because it hurt me. <laughs> I don't blame you. So then, so then he's like, oh, well, you know what? I can turn that off. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so then, yeah, yeah. In hindsight, he probably should have done that first, but then he, he made it so that the controller wouldn't, wouldn't shake, right. which was good. Then he neglects to tell me that part of the big fun with teaching your mother how to play this game <laughs> is, is watching her get car sick. From the first person shooter on the big screen TV. And then, you know what you do after that? You shoot her in the back. Oh, God. It's just like real life. (laughs) It's so basically that's that's your moment. moment When I want to take somebody out, I make them get car sick and then I shoot them in the back. Yeah, I have never, I have not touched the thing since. He's asked me several times, hey, mom, come play that. No. That's how I pay my bills. Yeah, now we have. (laughs) We have. Yeah, I'll tell you what's fun though, is Bernie. Of course, Bernie has the connect for his. He's. I think he's got every fucking thing under the sun for this stupid thing. But anyway, he's got this game called Ten Thousand Leaks or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably not the right name, but but my grandkids and I call it the Fish Tank Game. Okay. Because you you turn the connect on and you're like in a little glass box and they put the little glass box down in the water. Well, then the fish come up, and the fish start running into the glass and cracking the glass. Oh, I know that I've I've played this. Yeah, so then you got to put your hand over the leak. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then more fish come, and then you know. So needless to say, you've got hands and feet and everything all going in this game. Right. And what really sucks is because yeah, it's, Emily, like, it's like Twister only wet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but not really because it's on the video game. Yeah, because because the sex doesn't happen. <laughs> Yeah, no, that not either. Especially now with grandchildren up stuff. I mean, come on. You get arrested for that. Yeah. You should get arrested for yes, that. Yes, you should. Yeah. Yes, you yeah. should. But so that's I the only game judging. I know how that's the only game I know how to play on the Xbox Jan is 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 the fish tank game with my grandkids and I still lose. I think it's cuz they're short. 
I think, you know what you would probably actually like as far as a, a 360 game, which actually wasn't a 360 game? Um, it's, it's a collection called the Orange Box. Oh, um, the, uh, the old yeah. Half-Life stuff. Half-Life, all the Half-Life yeah. stuff. Half-Life yeah. was a great game. I can remember when it first came out for the yeah. computer. Like the second one, I had never seen anything quite like Half-Life. And mm-hmm. it still translates really nicely on the 360 today. I, yep. I, I'm going to show my age. Not your height? Uh, no, I'm going to show my age. <laughs> because I, I can remember um, my parents getting my sister and I a Commodore computer. And um, the only thing we used it for uh, the first year we had it was to play Rat Race on. Oh, now, the Commodores were great. Now, I graduated from that. I, I, I upgraded from that um, when I lived in Dallas, Texas in the late 80s and early 90s. I played in the Tetris Championships at uh, the Nintendo Championships in Dallas, Texas. Because, I'll tell you what, you know you can play Tetris. When the city stays, when when you get, instead of a little rocket at the end of the game that takes off, when you get a spaceship there and the spaceship stays and the whole city takes off, you're pretty fucking good at Tetris. I don't know what that means, but it sounds impressive. It was impressive. Damn it. You go, Jeannie. (laughs) You go, Jeannie. So, like, you must be awesome at packing a trunk. I don't know. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, if Tetris skills translate over into real life, mm-hmm. yeah. So. Oh, oh, yeah, and FDA's giving me shit about phonographs, and I got to tell you, FDA, fuck you, because my mother still has a record what? player. What? Oh. Yes, my mother still has a, a well, stereo is, with a turntable. What does the FDA have to do with your mother's phonograph? No, uh, <laughs> FDA is saying Jeannie they used to listen to a phonograph when they first came out in chat. You weren't reading the chat, Upstomp. If you were reading the chat, you knew what the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> Pay attention. Damn it. Pay attention, bitch. Me. I, I would like to get one of those, um, the, the, the turntables with the laser needle. I think that would be great. Because there's still something really warm sounding about. That's what my mom has. Nice. It's got all the little rows of silver around the bottom that you can that you that you use to adjust your speed with your laser and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> you don't need money for vinyl. You can just go into a used record store and just get a sh- score a shit ton of vinyl. What for else is she to gonna nothing. play? Her yeah, her chubby. Yeah, just give it to you for uh, two bucks a mil. Yeah, what else is she going to play her Chubby Checker and Freddie Fender shit on? <laughs> and her Elvis albums. Oh I mean, come on. Oh, I have all the... Actually, I have all the old Misfit catalog. Back when the Misfits were good. On vinyl. So, And I miss hearing that. The country radio station here... Bernie listens to country all the time. Mm-hmm. The country radio station had one of Ray Stevens songs come on. What the hell was it? Which one was it? But Bernie's sitting there and he's cracking up, right? And Paul and I start singing and he's like, you know this song? <laughs> what the hell was it? And it wasn't the streak either. Oh, um, Bird of Paradise. May the Bird of Paradise fly up your nose. Yeah. Yeah. 
Bernie Bernie thought it was some big joke and he didn't realize that yeah it was it was real stuff and I'm like you know your grandma's got a whole album full of this stuff <laughs> Well it's it's weird I think kids don't think of music like that because once it became digitized it became completely divorced from whatever it was stored on you know what I mean once it went on the internet, became bits and bytes, and ones and zeros. It became a completely different product. Does that make any sense at all? Yeah. Yeah. So um, to see a kid who knows something about vinyl or records is really, really shocking today. Unless they're a raver. Well, Yeah. But even there, even they're probably uh, breaking thirty years old at this point. <laughs> yeah, very true. Very true. God, thirty-year-old ravers. Who thought that would happen, huh? <laughs> <laughs> they live. They live to see the day. They live. That was a great film, actually. Oh, Mike. See, Mike. What? Mike in the in the chat. He was. He's a forty-year-old raver. Oh, See, I, nice. I was, I'm, I'm 40, what am I, 42, and I couldn't stand the fucking bastards. <laughs> I'm, I'm 42. I'm 42. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't, I, I just. All right, um, let me say this nicely. Um, okay. Fuck both y'all. The answer to life, the universe, and everything. That was, that was what I told everybody this year when I, when I turned 42. Everybody was like, oh, you know, happy birthday. I'm like, yep, it's it's a good birthday. I get to be the answer to life, the universe, and everything. And there were people who just did not get that. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. My version my version of a rave was, um, of course, I, ma- I managed a bar. So, you know, I mean, it was pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's always a rave. rave. Yeah, yeah. I, ma- I managed a rave. bar in Dallas, Texas. So, yeah, in the in the late eighties, early nineties, we had a good time. That's uh, a rave with all the fake, without all the fake love. Yeah, our um, our our after hours party was the fact that the manager of the movie theater next door used to shut the movie theater down, and then he'd come in and he would drink for free until close. And at closing time, we would go back over and we would open up the movie theater. Of course, we were we'd all take our drinks with us. And we would watch whatever fucking movies we wanted until, um, you know, daylight. Lovely. Yeah. Hey. I mean, everybody else was out doing cocaine and everything else. So I guess, you know, we we partied without dying. It, it was a win. And I got to see all the new movies. I will tell you that that um, what the fuck was the movie with the leprechauns? Leprechaun. Leprechaun. Oh, okay. Well, maybe that was the name of it. I don't know. I was really drunk. Jennifer Aniston. That is not something that that movie that leprechaun movie was not something that you really wanted to watch. Shit faced. (laughs) Or at all. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was, and I like some really bad horror movies, like. Creature double features. I can remember watching those when I was a kid every Saturday. They were kind of fun. You know, all the old Japanese Mothra and Godzilla movies. That was a lot of fun. Um, And I like some horror films, but yeah, Leprechaun was just 
terrifically bad. It was a really bad film. Yes, it was. It was a really bad film with really bad makeup that just made them look like they were lepers. I kind of... Lepers con. Lepers con. (laughs) Jesus. You you invited me. (laughs) Well, I did. And, and you know, what's funny is... And I'm Skyping up Stomp right before the show, and I'm like, and by the way, the phones won't be on tonight. And he's like, what? (laughs) I'm like, well, you know, I just want to have fun. And so yeah. the phones aren't going to be on because trying to get somebody on as a guest via Skype and get the phones to work at the same time is yeah. a monumental pain in the fucking ass. I don't I don't know or care how Kevin and Russ do it, but they've got like two separate computers set up with two separate Skypes running. They can have fun with that. I ain't fucking doing it. That's that's too much work for me. I mean, it, what's so mu- it's so much work for me that I, I don't even try to run my own show. I'm like, I need a producer. So we have the best producer money can't buy. (laughs) I do. I have the best producer money can't buy. I have Barry. And Barry does a fantastic job every week. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Barry. Okay, kids, have we covered everything? I think we have. I think this was what... Everything. I need a turkey sandwich. Well, and thanks to Jan. Well, you realize, Upstomp, that I get messages all the time about my show... Because Jan made a comment one time about my show being like sitting down at the kitchen table. Mm-hmm. It mm. is. It is. It and, is. And I get but, all of these messages I, I, now. For some people. reason, I'm not filled up on meatballs when, when the show is over. <laughs> I know. That's good. That's good for your diet and it's it's good for your sense of community. Yeah, but now I want meatballs. Well, you'll have to take care of that yourself. I'm I sorry. made I made paleo chili tonight. I'm sorry, I can't help you with meatballs. Okay. Paleo chili. Hmm. No, I'll I'll have a turkey sandwich before I go to bed. That'll help you sleep. And hopefully, I will be awake for my show tomorrow. So, um, before I leave, and I guess I should say because Kevin's going to be editing this replay and putting it up. Um, <laughs> good luck, good, good luck, luck you to Kevin. Bastard. Oh no, I had, I said Kevin an apology last week because last week it ended up being in two separate recordings <laughs> that he had to splice together because, um, yeah, Mixler decided to cut it off and stop it right as Stanley was on the air with me and stuff, and I'm like, no, that can happen. <laughs> Stanley Stanley deserved to be on the replay, so I started the recording again. And yeah. so, yeah, Kevin had to edit both of them together. But, Kevin, by the way, if you're listening to the end of this, thank you very much for allowing me to have a home here. I uh, I much appreciate it. Thanks, sweetie. Yeah. Um, if you really do want me to be on tomorrow, just, just Skype me. I just I won't have any video. Uh, last minute decision. Okay. <laughs> he might be sick to, tomorrow. S- really? Sign in, sign into the show if I'm on, because I, I very well may be sick tomorrow because okay. I'm seriously coming down with something. So you um, need some thieves oil too. But go ahead. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll touch. We can touch base tomorrow afternoon. Okay. Okay. All right. Good night, everyone. Congratulations, Miss Jeannie. Good job. Hundred episodes. Hundred shows. Yay. Bye, everybody. Good night. Good night.